Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's Red Teens here with another podcast, and this will be again political commentary on the news today. The first story we're going to get into, and I also want to add with this, this is going to be a regular thing that I do because I really, I haven't found much of any other idea, but I'm going to try expanding eventually, but for now, we're going to keep it within three categories. I'll name them later in the video once I get them through, but the first thing we're going to do is going to be more of a reaction, and this is from CNN. It is about, it's called Stories of the Year, The Gun Debate, and if you've heard my opinion episode, you know that I am against gun control because of the... Because it will limit limit the people from protecting themselves and likewise. And so this video, I noticed many things out of it. It portrayed Republicans such as Tucker Carlson. And I love Tucker Carlson. He's one of my favorites. And the NRA as people who were like saying, oh, terrorism. Sorry about that, but I got I got to mix up my words. But they were saying like the NRA is a terrorist group and that Tucker Carlson doesn't know anything and that he's just... Another person that's trying to keep the NRA from getting convicted of any crimes. And so, and there was also other parts where many of the people who committed the shootings, they were unstable. Nicholas Cruz, he was mentally unstable. And at the same time, he had posted pictures about him and about maybe committing a shooting. And he was posting gun pictures all the time. And so I heard this from the NRA spokesperson. And she said that they got two tips about this. And the FBI, they didn't do anything. They just sat there and watched. They just watched it and said, oh, he's just trying to be cool. You have to look into these situations every single time. You can't just sit by it and expect, oh, nothing's going to happen. He's just trying to be cool. You have to at least send, I'm not saying a major investigation, but at least ask like the county that they're living in to at least a little bit put some investigation into it and so there was also like examples because there's also this thing where like Tucker Carlson said like let me remember um, he said how they were using children like Democrats if you notice a lot of their ads they are using children to enforce their ideology and they again used it during after the Parkland school shooting and the Parkland school shooting, it was a tragedy. It could have been prevented, obviously, as I said. But I'm not saying that it was the student's fault or anyone's fault. I am still, we still give prayers to them for their loss. And it's just something they'll have to deal with for a long time. And I would just be devastated to be them. But I'm just going to get back on and say, children don't know the difference between gun control. It's it's like when you introduce a child to, like communism. When they introduce the communism, they think that it's great because it talks about sharing and that how everyone's trying to work together. But when you actually look into communism, it's just controlled by a dictator and he's just going to enforce what he thinks and that's going to be making him more powerful while you starve because he doesn't care about you. And this is what Mao Zedong said. He said, I would sacrifice over 200 million people, or at least it was over 100 million people, in order to gain more power. He would literally have over half the population at that time sacrificed 
for him just to gain power. That is the ruthlessness of communism. And that is why I've been heavily against communism ever since I went into it. And so I don't want to get into this because this is still an ongoing debate. And I've already obviously established what I think of gun control. And so I want to instead move on to our next to our next article. And this one is from Fox News. This one says about judicial judicial plan panel dismisses misconduct complaints against Brett Kavanaugh. And if you know about the Brett Kavanaugh case, it was about how supposedly he had sexually assaulted Mrs. Ford, who was a, who was a doctor. It was over 30 years ago. It was at a swimming not a swimming pool party, but it was at a party. And supposedly, by her account, he had taken her into a room and almost had sexually assaulted her. But I have a problem with these stories and other misconduct claims is that there's not much evidence. She's just she's trying to depend on other people's opinion. And I'm not saying she's wrong. It could have happened. But by what the evidence points to, it's uh, many of the people who were the witnesses by her account, they don't even remember something happening. In Brett Kavanaugh, obviously, it didn't happen. And he said, even if he had drank, if he had, even if he had drinking any beer, it would have been one, maybe two. And Miss Ford wants to say that she remembered everything that happened, and but she never doesn't even remember how she got home. She doesn't. She literally said that during the entire thing that she didn't remember how she got home, what happened afterward, and that's the problem. Is that she? Not only is making it making a terrible case if it was true, but she's also making a terrible case if it's not if she's making a terrible case if it's untrue. Because not only is she showing that she not, she's not like presenting enough evidence, but she's also not like persisting with her story because she just thinks because there was two people in that room that she there was two people in the room that she said were that were like locking her in. And so, I find it because she could have been sexually assaulted. I kind of believe that she was, but there was two people. It could have been the other person in the room, but I think he might have died from like something. But I'm not sure. And so, and there was other cases that have been brought up against Brett and Brett Kavanaugh. He's even got many women who even agree with him in saying he's never done anything like that. He's a good guy. He's a he would never do something to a woman like that. And but still. And I find a problem with the Democrats trying to make her seem like a great person who's speaking up. I kind of see it as a that they're using her as a panel to get their opinion across. And they're not trying to use her. I think they're trying to use her for their ideology that men are all bad. It's never gonna be women never lie. And I heard this before from like code pink people they always say that they'll always believe the women and there's some cases where the women actually lied i saw one case where the man was picking up about three or four or something like that women from like uh i don't remember what it was but it was like a bar or something like that and they were just trashing his car and he asked them to please get out of his car if they kept doing this and they refused and he finally just stopped the car and told them you either get out of my car or you stop. And they got out of the car and then they tried to accuse him of that he had molested them or anything like that. But he had a camera in his car 
And so he recorded the whole thing. So, in my opinion, he was lucky that he had a camera that kept him from very likely losing not only just his job, but very likely getting jail time. Because we live in a society that not only just disapproves a man's like testimony, but it's also where it's guilty until proven innocent. In my opinion, even as I was like about seven years old, I always believed that it was innocent until proven guilty. That's what I always thought, but when I saw that they were just doing all of that, I was very surprised. So I just want to end in on the saying is I'm not trying to say that Miss Ford is lying. It could have happened, maybe, but I'm just saying. I just don't think it happened because or if it didn't happen, she might have gone the wrong person involved in it. Because remember what I said, there was two people in that room. It could have been literally anyone. And she somehow just knew it was Brett. Because and she somehow just knows it was Brett, even though it, at the same time it could have been something. It could have been someone else. And so I want to end it on like note of I'm not saying don't believe women. It's obviously it happens a lot. It happens a lot. It's more men that actually. It's statistically more likely to happen. It's statistically more true that women is actually admitting that. But you cannot just say that a man's lying if you don't have much proof. And so I want to end the note again. Sorry, but I want to end on the note of you have to just wait and see what they get. See what the FBI gets. And if they find evidence or not, then you just have to determine your opinion. But since we got done with that, I'm going to move on to Alex, to the InfoWars, from an InfoWars article that is about George Soros. And if you don't know about George Soros, he's a big Demo a Hungar Hungarian American who funds a lot of democratic programs, not just in America, but from around the world. And the article talks about how he's giving a lot of money to activists who are trying to disrupt many things like in Florida and other states. And I heard this from the Alex Jones show that he had been providing funds to the caravan. I'm not saying it was true. I don't know if I, I don't really have much of an opinion on that, but we know George Soros has done some illegal things. And there's no doubt that he has been involved in some very suspicious, very shady things in his life. And in my personal opinion of people like him who are immigrants, I don't believe they should be like, they should vote. But I don't think they should be giving money to like political parties because you may think, oh, money doesn't influence, doesn't influence elections. No, it actually does because the more money you get, it means the more like activities and more like rallies you can do, which means it could get more voters onto your side, more people could then get attracted to you. So it actually does influence elections. And so I believe that George Soros should not be putting money into these campaigns. He should instead just be using his money on his own business or whatever. And I just want to at least say that I don't agree with what he does and I just want to say is that I don't think people who are immigrants should fund political parties because it's going to influence elections and 
it's been proven, or at least I've seen more proof that it will influence elections. It will give more of a chance to a party to get who gets more money than the other that they are going to be able to put more voters onto their side than people than the other party that gets that fundraises. So I'm going to end it on that, and so I'm going to move on to our next topic, which is going to be China's leader. It is named from New York Times. China's leader says party must control all tasks in Asian markets slump. And China is a communist state. We know that. They are a communist state that is monitored very much. And it's been, they are monitored heavily by the government, even on the internet. Even on the internet, you're being constantly monitored of what you search and what you're like doing on the internet. And I don't want to get this off track, but I just got to at least mention this. That Google has said before that they want to make something like that. And so I just find that very scary because that means... Because I'm searching on Google right now. This is, And they could be instead influencing what you search up. what you, And they could get out information that's very private to you or anyone else that you're, that you're associated with. And so... I just find that very threatening to America, to not just the person, but to the rights of having privacy. Because that's virtually saying that we're going to monitor literally everything you search. If you search up like Infowars, we're going to bring you to somewhere else. If you search up more Republican stuff, you're going, we're going to tell people that you're Republican or something. And I just find that as a heavy, as a big problem with the idea that they are independent and that they want to keep it all equal and google has said this many times including facebook they want to keep it. they are not biased and that this is just more often than not it's not more often than not you are clearly because if you're if your network has been doing this for some years it's going it's not just going to be one because this is not one coincidence that more people that are part of the conservative party are being kicked off of like these platforms like people like Alex Jones, Stephen Crowder, he wasn't kicked off, but he has received some con- some like demon- demonetizations on his videos, like on YouTube, because of the content. And it's just my suspicion, but it is like they are trying to make it seem like every single conservative is like a Nazi or something. And I don't want to like say anything about Google. Google. They're a very successful business. They are definitely going to be one of the world's biggest influencers in the future. But if they're not going to be able to keep their act together and keep this a non-biased media, then we're going to have a lot of problems with, with the, or at least the Democrats are going to have a lot of problems with trying to put the argument that, that like the internet and the media aren't biased. Because look at CNN. They literally made a video that virtually tells about how gun control is great and how like the NRA. And so, I'm sorry about my pen, but so in conclusion, if the, if you, sorry, um, I forgot, and it was if you want to show your platform as an unbiased, as a fair, you have to either stop doing what you're doing. 
Yeah, there are some Republicans who are like Nazis. There are. You can ban them because they're obviously haters. But if you're banning people who are just expressing their opinion on Facebook or Twitter or Spotify or anything else, then we're going to have a problem with trying... You're going to have a problem with trying to say that, oh, we haven't done anything wrong. Yeah, you have done something wrong, and that's interfere with someone's right to speak. And so I'm going to move on to our next article, which is talking about how MSNBC bases White House press briefing. And I know MSNBC, I don't like their show just because they, because uh, of Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow, I just don't like her. She may represent the LGBT, which I've explained before that I'm supportive of the LGBT, but I'm not in support of like the other letters of it because I don't even remember. I'm only used to LGBT, but I don't like her because she tries to make everything that Trump does as a crime or whatever. And so I and the article describes how that they will report other like smaller news stories while not having a live like or, or having the press conference live because some people want to watch it to find out more information but they don't want to show it because obviously they don't like Sarah Sanders and this is kind of relating to the Jim Acosta incident which I think I talked about before also and that if you're going to express your opinion you've got to expect like the president or the press secretary to put themselves in and try to defend the president. And I don't want to get into the Jim Acosta incident or anything else, but I just want to say MSNBC. If you want to prove to people that you're a better network than CNN or Fox News or who else, you have to show that you are not biased. And I've already said this in the video. You have to show that you are on all sides and that you are not just trying to express your opinion of a person or a group. And I just want to add to the end of this that we've learned mostly in this episode, sorry, but I sometimes stop a lot and you probably know this in the video, but I just want to say is that this video has been kind of circulated, has been virtually about bias you cannot just pro project something as another group as like NRA as terrorists and then try to show that children are smarter than the adults. No, you can't. And that's the same thing for George Soros and, and the Google incident and Brett Kavanaugh. You cannot just put your opinion over facts. You have to look at the facts and decide if they are legitimate or they're not. And I don't want, and I think I don't really have much more any content that I can really share, but I think that's, yeah, so that's going to be the end of this podcast, but I also want to say at the end, I'm going to either, I'm going to make some more podcasts during December break, but I'm going to decide if I'm going to do any during Christmas, because I'm probably going to get distracted with my family and like that. And if you are going to ask, but Sam, you're a 14 year old. I'm a I've been studying politics for the last three years, and I've been going exclusively. I love politics. It's one of my more favorite things to study about. So I consider myself an above-average child, or more of a teen, actually, 
in politics because I really do study politics and I look at the points. And so, also in the future, I'm gonna go into the track season eventually, but I can't like put this into like my bio, but I'm gonna go eventually into the track season. That's